we're back. <laughs> we're back, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sad it. <laughs> Sad, Doug. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back again. Unfortunately. Oh, we should do the intro, right? I. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, we can we can bullshit for a minute if you want. Yeah, let's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, does it matter? Is anyone actually is anyone actually listening to this? I mean, let's just let's just throw in the towel now. Yeah. Uh, let's just do this no. for our own benefit. And not yeah. actually release it and pay for hosting fees, and we'll just listen to it ourselves and be like, yeah. kind of what I figured we would do." Yeah. Uh, you it's know, kind of what's I, happening right now. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly didn't think anyone would actually listen to this when I came up with the idea. I mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, you know, it's whatever." Yeah, you got to set the set the bar low, and then you won't be disappointed. Yeah, for sure. What is it? Shoot for the moon, or no? Wait, shoot for the stars. And then you may land on the moon. Do you realize how f- much further the stars are from the moon? That's pr- that's setting the bar pretty fucking low. Ratio the stars, wise, the stars are low or the moon's low. I'm saying the stars are so much further away than the moon is. So that's that's a high bar, not a low bar. I'm just saying if you're expecting to land on the moon because you tried to shoot for the stars, then you really fucked up and you didn't make anywhere near your goal. Yeah, that is a low bar. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's that's what. I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, fair enough. But I mean, if you think about it, if you're shooting for the stars, mm-hmm. we're technically already on a star. We're by a star. Yeah, we're by a star. <laughs> you think that the Earth is a star? <laughs> yeah, the Earth is a star. <laughs> I knew you were into conspiracy theories, but this is shocking. <laughs> Everyone listening to this now knows that I failed like ninth grade science. <laughs> I'm going to say third grade science. Yeah, just, I failed all sciences. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> I mean, you made it through. Yeah, I know. I didn't actually get a high school degree. I just, I faked my way into college. I assumed someone else's identity. My name actually isn't Doug K. Yeah, my name's not actually Doug K. Okay. I found this kid named Doug K who was killed in a car accident oh, when he was like You literally 17. found his body? Yeah, yeah, I found his body. Okay. It was like a very Mad Men-esque sort of situation. And you, you took his I'm library saying? card off of his person because yes, he didn't I have an ID? credit cards. Credit cards. How does this I got, kid have credit cards? birth certificate. What? How does this kid walking around with credit cards if he's so young? No, no, no. I said, he's One, he was 17. Two, uh. I said I took his library card and used that to open up credit cards. Oh, I see. So, learn how to listen, Caleb. We yeah. do this for a living. Like, uh. it's not all about you. We can't just talk the whole time. This is our living? Oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, fuck. We need to find... <laughs> what's a male gold digger? Uh, I think it's still a gold just digger. Just still a gold digger. Yeah. yeah. That sounds the most socially acceptable to me. Yeah. All right. Why discriminate? So, yeah, that was a that was a hell of a cold open. Everyone got a glimpse into my cold. glaring lack of knowledge about science. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, there you are. Okay, uh, sorry, I lost go. you. I, yeah, I'm back. I don't know what's up with my internet. I'm back, baby. All right. Speaking of being back, welcome back to another episode of Blind Pilots. The episode you're about to hear contains spoilers for the Lifetime original show, Human Trafficking. So if you'd like, you can go ahead over to Amazon Prime and watch that. Otherwise, please enjoy and keep in mind that you're about to hear spoilers for the Lifetime original show, 
human trafficking. All right. Very smooth. Very smooth. I try. Let's get to it. Okay. Well, um, this was a heavy show. Yeah, let's just open up with the fact that this is a heavy show. And I also want to open up with the fact that if you listening, if you go and watch this show, do not get hard to this show. If you get hard yep. watching this show, throw yourself off the closest bridge because you're a piece of shit. There's a lot of pieces of shit in this fucking show, bro. This is boiling my blood. This is blood. not the show to, to, to get hard to. Don't get hard to this. It once again made me question our Mary Fuck Kill, but I think I came up with a way around it because I felt no, like... No, we're not, we're, not, we're not doing it. Doug, that's like three episodes in a row that we've neglected. I, I, I can't. I literally just can't for this one. I was thinking about it while I was watching it. I was like, I literally can't I'll do, it. do it for this episode. The only one I could do is kill. And, it's obvious. Don't, you know, don't the, even say the it yet. Answer it's is obvious. obvious. Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, I, I don't need to... Yeah. I don't need to no. do it. Personally. I'm going to do it, though. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair, you fucking sicko. Yep. You'll see how sick I am, baby. You fucking sick, sick freak. All right, so human trafficking, yeah, like we said, uh, this is a very heavy show. Yes. Don't get hard to it if you watch it. Like Doug did. I did not. There's, if anything, all of my um, reproductive organs just retracted into my body because of, like, how much I hated the human race after watching this. Yeah, especially males. Then why... I'm really confused because, like, why did you... Why did you text me and say... I'm so hard right now watching human trafficking. Do you mean hard like I'm having a hard time? Pro- like I'm I'm confused. Well, you know, you say things in the heat of the moment, but <laughs> but you don't you don't mean it. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? Excusable. Like I've I've said that I'm not gonna go see fish anymore, but you know I don't mean no. it. It's just because I'm seeing an awesome doom metal band. Okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna go see fish again, like yeah. uh, you just know. like you're gonna watch human trafficking while hard again. Uh, no, probably oh, not. Okay. So you learned your lesson. <laughs> it definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I started off hard before I pressed play, and then I hit play, and then <laughs> just the title got just, you there. It just killed me, honestly. I was it was just, a bummer. This this show is really about human trafficking. Yeah, it makes me actually question if if maybe. Um, cause currently on iTunes, one of the categories we're listed under is comedy. And this show made me question if maybe we should take that title down because yeah. Yeah. I did write down some jokes in my notes from the show, but I feel yeah. really bad about all of them, but I'm still going to say them. Yeah. But, uh, but enough, enough joking about me being hard. Cause, uh, joking this, this, uh, show uh, no, for on, on a real note, okay. on a real note, right. like this is like one of the most serious topics uh, that like plague us today. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like it was eye opening, man. I- it's it's sad. It's just it's sad as fuck. Like I, I've always known that human trafficking is like a real thing, and, and I'm always I'm always very aware of it, especially being a conspiracy theorist because it comes up a lot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But. To like watch it, watch a show about it, and like how graphic it all is, like especially for being on Lifetime, it really just fucking like punched my soul until it broke into like a million pieces. Oh my god, absolutely! And we only watched one part of three of a three part miniseries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
So like, I can only fucking imagine what the rest of the show is going to be. Absolutely, like. man. Yeah. I mean, I genuinely I teared up at one point. I was getting chills. I was getting my blood was boiling. I was getting pissed off. Um I was I was shocked, but not to the extent that I was like, "Oh, this is all fiction." But I was shocked because I was like, "I'm sure that this is going down on the regular, and this is this is a very real representation of this disgusting black market." Dude, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, obviously, this is a fictionalized show, you know, fictional characters right. and everything like that. But this is 100 percent what seems like an accurate depiction of what actually is going on. Yeah, I do not question that at all. And like, honestly. <sighs> So, let's, yeah, I kind of want to, like, get into, like, the actual show part okay. of it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just kind of talk about what happened and everything like that, because, like, that, it, it, if it hadn't, there are certain parts of it where I'm like, if it hadn't been called human trafficking, I, I'd been like, I know what's about to happen, you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like okay, so, I mean, we, I, I, we're not going to do a long... Uh, description of the entire plot. I'll, I'm just going to give like a quick rundown of like scene by scene, or at least like the opening bit, like set yeah, it up. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because the, the opening scene, it kind of you know projects the entire summation of the plot. But then, but then we see that play out in different women's lives, and we see how they all get to the place that we essentially see that initial character in the cold open in. Yes, exactly. Um. So it opens up. You actually see, you see this this woman who's just like horribly terrified. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And long story short, you fall. You, she gets not sold, but like you know, sold for an hour. I, I when I say it, when I, when I think of the term, sold, she's done been sold. Uh, yes, like she is in the prostitution ring already. But when I think of the word sold, I think of like a permanent sell. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yes, can I say this is not. I don't mean this negatively towards you. I just I had this thought and it made it pop up in my head. This is not prostitution. You know, there are feminist prostitutes yeah. who make that choice in their life and they're fully comfortable with themselves. Yeah, this is sex. This slavery. is slavery. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's what I wrote down. Yeah, exactly. This is not prostitution. Yeah. This is slavery. And yeah, I'm, yeah. And I, I don't mean that to critique you. I'm just saying no, that popped in my head. That's that's me. Yeah, that's me. I guess using the wrong. Well, no. Initially, I, I but, but the first right, thing though. I wrote down was that they're in a brothel. I assumed it was a brothel and like one of the prostitutes. But it wasn't. Though. No, but it wasn't. That was a, like that opening scene. So you see her being passed off to to this guy. This disgusting you know, for an hour. guy. This disgustingly huge. He guy, looks like Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs. Yeah. He starts to strip down, he forces her onto her knees, and then he starts to undo her pants, and she, like, freaks the fuck out. She's already freaked out, but she even... Yeah, she's already freaked out, but she, like, hits that fucking wall, you know what I'm saying? Like, and... Which is totally fucking normal. That's that's a human reaction, obviously. Sorry to interrupt, but she had been also threatened, and this comes up. This is a theme of the show. She'd been threatened with the yeah. fact that her sister will die if she doesn't yeah. comply with what's being asked of her. I feel like the threatening aspect of it is expected. You know what I'm saying? It's they're not going to be fucking nice to these people. Yes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you said, this is slavery. Yes. And one of the like, one of the like, I guess like tenets that like slave owners would would drive by is like threatening. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it to break them down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Into subservient, like st- into a subservient yeah. status. It's like how can America be proud? about outlawing slavery and be all uppity about, oh, we're so fucking egalitarian now, when there's this 
ob- like this glaring um, yeah. revisiting of slavery in the U.S. that is yeah. shockingly, according to the show, and I'm not very you know well versed in, in sex tra- human trafficking, but it's very obvious. Like they're they're having parties where the theme is let's let's fuck these completely non consensual girls, women yeah. and. It's just, it's so upsetting. Yeah. It's so upsetting. No, I mean, that's, ah, I'm, it is upsetting. And I've just kind of come to accept it at this point. Like I said, with being a cons- conspiracy theorist, like you hear about yeah, it right, sure. so much. Sure. Like it just comes up over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I, I, it does upset me. It fucking, it breaks me down every time I hear about it. But I'm, when I saw that, like there is a scene in this first episode where there is like a party at some like, you know, stockbroker bros, like, mm. fancy mansion up in, like, the Hamptons or some shit with, like, all of his dudes, and then, you know, they they hire these, like, four or five girls for them to, like, fucking yeah. shit, and I was like, when I saw that, I was like, I wasn't shocked at all. I was like, yes, this is real, like, this happened. And they're not even being, the guests of the party aren't even being given the, the pretense that these girls are, are willing prostitutes. They walk in crying. I was just like, I was just so upset that there is such, uh, you know, according to the show, there's such a subculture yeah. of people who yeah. are willing to, to rape women for fun at a party. Yeah, this is heavy. Uh, let's let's this let's heavy. let's slow down and jump back to the beginning. We're still we haven't even, we haven't like, even broken the, the first like five no. minutes of the show. No. So let's let's rewind. Let's let's whew, let's put the brakes let's on. Take, okay, let's calm down. Right, deep breath on three. One, two, three. Three. <sighs> okay. All right. Back All in right. it. I was my blood was boiling again. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, I know. So this this girl, she hits her fucking ceiling at when when she's like with this job of the hut looking guy, and pizza the hut. But yes, when, <laughs> whatever. Whenever she like breaks her fucking like has that breaking moment, she like clambers out this window and jumps out this window yeah. off this balcony just to like get out of this situation, which you totally understand. And she lands on this car, and then you meet uh, Mira Sorvino's Mira Sorvino's character Kate, who is a NYPD officer. Yep. Um, and you hear her say that this is the uh, f- the third or fourth um, like young Russian uh, prostitute. They say prostitute. right. Yeah. The the first assumption is that she is a prostitute, but then Mia's like, no. But she, she's like, this isn't right. Like, they're all underage, no passports. You know, the, like, she's like, we, I thought it was really corny. It was just very indicative of, like, a Lifetime movie where, where like, the, she, the like, camera pans to her and she's just like, I think they're being trafficked. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, that was a little corny. Like, you didn't really need to, like, write that in there. Yeah. Like, it's in the fucking title. Exactly, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you could have just been like, I think these women are being sold into slavery or something yes, like that. Yes, absolutely. One of, one of, because I, I tried to look, you know, I tried to be as honest as I could. I know that the subject matter is, like, the subject matter, and this isn't really a spoiler. This, I, this is not a spoiler. This whole show is a spoiler. Well, yeah. I'm going to say this isn't a spoiler for, for my blindfold rating, which maybe by uh, saying that is a spoiler, but the subject matter is easily zero blindfolds. I will say yeah. that the way it was shot and the dialogue and the direction was super corny, super lifetime, super mainstream. 
You know, it could have been done in a much more independent and artsy way, and I would have been literally bawling the entire time. I would have been crying. Honestly, I thought it was done, for a Lifetime original, I thought it was done really well, and I mean, it was nominated for, like, some Emmys and, like, shit like that, you know what I'm saying? It didn't win, but it was nominated, like which twice. was, like, pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah, I was nominated for a Primetime Emmy and I think, like, a Golden Globe I think you're right. Like yeah, that. I think so. Yeah. Um, sounds right to me. Because when you, when you bring it up on Amazon, it tells you, like, it tells you about the, the nominations and awards. Yeah. So it was, like, nominated for three Primetime Emmys and two Golden Globes, and both Golden Globe nominations were Best Actress and Actor for Mira Sorvino and Donald Sutherland. So, that brings us back to the plot line. So, Mira Sorvino's character, I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit to make it more uh, digestible. Yeah, go for it, because this is a lot. It was over an hour-long episode. You know, it's a mini-series. Yeah, it's like an hour, four minutes, but, like, the way the episode's pieced together, it kind of jumps around, you know what I'm saying? And it all kind of comes together at the end, but I'm going to make it so it's more digestible for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, like a more like uh, streamlined story. Yes. Uh, yeah. So she she realizes that these women are being trafficked, and she wants to do something about it. So she wants to join the what is it? The immigration and customs and yeah, the ICE, the immigration customs enforcement. I think you're, yeah, like immigra- yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Donald Sutherland is like the lead agent, and she's just like. I have something to bring to the table. We're going to do this. Yeah, that was cool. That was dope because it was obviously out of conviction. It wasn't like a financial motivator. It wasn't like, oh, we'll give you a raise if you do this. It was like she's trying to look out. Women and children, I should put should say Absolutely. should say. So yeah, so we have. Well, we don't really meet that fourth character at least not yet. Uh, so we have the the abducted girls that we're going to follow are Helena who is a single mother who looks like she's like in her like late twenties, early thirties era, somewhere there from the Czech Republic. Yeah. So, and she's in the Czech Republic. So it all takes place in different parts of the world, but everything's connected obviously because it's a human trafficking like web. Yes. Uh, our second girl is a 16 year old named Nadia who's from Mm -hmm. Kiev, Ukraine. And then we have our third girl who is a 12 year old named Annie who's a U.S. citizen in Manila. Yeah, in the Philippines, like on vacation. So let's start with Helena's story. Okay. Just like give a brief rundown. Can I, before we, like, I feel shit's about to get so heavy. I'll I'll say another kind of... Get uh, it out now. Another little rabbit hole, yeah. It's just that it did, and I know this is like so fucking predictable for me and my character on this podcast, but it did upset me that they were exclusively speaking english okay okay if a show is is about if an american show and a british show is about to have everything translated into english that's fine but they open up with subtitles in the cold open they're speaking with subtitles in prague when we meet helena they're speaking english Yes, but she explains why she took why she knows English. She said that she she says that she was a tour guide. Yes, that was and that was I was like, okay, maybe she's speaking English to practice it. But then for all of the other girls in their own countries and the people that they're speaking to in their in foreign countries, they're all speaking English. I, okay, my only thing that I'm going to say to you right now for this is that you're expecting way too much from a 2005 Lifetime original. Lifetime, yeah, you're right. You're expecting way too much. I know. Like, I understand where you're coming the, from. It's the I consistency. Totally get it. Do one or the other. Do subtitles or do translation. No, I, I, I get it. I, I get it. But you're expecting way too much. I know. That was a bad like, rabbit hole. 
like I just lost all, right. all my followers on. on all right, Twitter. let me let me get through this. Before okay, sorry, we, Doug. Before we jump off board again, all right? Yeah, I was trying to do it before I got too upset about because I know I'm about to get really fucking mad at at humanity. I know, I know. Me too. Go for it. All right, so Helena's story. All right, are we good? Are we are we zoned? We're Let, zoned and zoned. Take a deep breath before we start this. Let's do one more. All right. One, two, two three. three. Okay. Alright, so Helena's story. She's a single mother in her late 20s, early 30s, somewhere in there. She's a bartender. She meets this guy who seems pretty respectable or whatever. He takes her out on a date. He's a very handsome man. He seems like he seems chivalrous at first. At first, yes, he says he's he's there on business. He's in the check once a week, which honestly set off my brain. I was like, "This dude's a gatherer." Yes, it makes tons yeah. of sense. It didn't take long for me to suspect this guy. Exactly. I mean, the name of the show is human trafficking. Like, you know what you're getting into. You know what I'm saying? It completely sets you up. Truth, truth. So he takes her on a date, and then he's all like, "Yeah, you should come to." Wherever I think he's in Germany or Austria or something like that. Yeah, it was Austria. Um, yeah, Vienna. Vienna. Okay. So he's like, you should come. You should come to Austria with me. And he like, I guess he pays to get her a passport or whatever. She has a passport. Either yes. way, mm-hmm. she goes with him. They get to this house, this really big fancy house. Yeah. And they walk in and like this was my, I was like the whole time I was like yeah. You, you, we we as a viewer we know what's about to happen to yes. you. Yes. Oh yes. Um but yeah. like she they walk into the house and it's not furnished at all. No. But she's still excited. She's still stoked as fuck, which was which like blew my mind. I was like if I walked into a house that had no furniture, I would be like I need to get the fuck out of here right now. Mm-hmm. Dude, I almost booked an Airbnb one time, but the fucking picture of it showed the whole house unfurnished. I was like, this is a fucking cracked in. Yeah, there's a bunch of heroin addicts, like, nodding off. I was like, I'm not dealing with this at all. Yeah. The house looks like a southern mansion from Django Unchained. And yeah. I, I oddly, in my notes, unprovoked, I wrote down something about Django Unchained about four times. Jesus Christ. One being... Just the aesthetic of the, of this house. Another being the slavery thing. Another being the fact that there are women who are involved in this trafficking exclusively of females. It's like a black slaver in Django, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is one woman involved uh, who is like she. Well, we'll we'll introduce her in a second because we haven't we haven't met her yet. She's connected to a different storyline. Yeah, uh, but no. So they end up in this house that's completely unfurnished, and it's just like well, super stoked. And then they start to go upstairs, and it, it it it's completely empty. I mean, nobody seems like they're in there. There's no furniture. It's completely fucking empty. Yeah. They get upstairs, and then there's all these like big dudes like just kind of standing around, and she starts to get a little worried look on her face, and then yeah. another guy fucking like takes her and then throws her down on this bed in this room with all these other women that have been now enslaved and the guy who got her there the guy who was all chivalrous and shit at the beginning gets paid and dips you know what i'm saying yep, and then yep. helena is informed that these these men that now own her know where her where her, her mother her, is and, and her, her daughter. daughter 
and they and that if any if she ever does anything, they know where she where they are and they will hurt her. Like yeah. that is made one hundred percent clear. And then just to put the fucking cherry on top of the cake of that scene, the 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 leader of that little group Dude rapes her. Rapes her into submission and it's in public. Disgusting. Like in front of all the other yep. women that they've taken. Yes. And it's one of the, the it was the whole show was heartbreaking but that was like one of the most heartbreaking scenes of the show it's horrifying yeah um all right so i'm gonna leave that one there okay and i'll say too that, that was a great synopsis because that was not chronological with the show itself you you pulled out the storyline <clears throat> yeah in a way that i mean that could be a whole fucking show if not a movie in and of itself you know I each agree. of these characters are so like each storyline it's it's an overload on a lot of levels but that was great go ahead with the next one yeah so our next storyline is our 16 year old nadia who's in the ukraine yes so we meet her and her friend they're just out of school and they're like going to this modeling agency casting call which is also a fucking awful like front because you hear about the uh a a lot you hear a lot of like modeling casting calls like on a in the U.S. being used to, like, lure girls into, like, amateur porn and stuff. Right, yeah. Which, honestly, is just another form of slavery because, like, amateur porn is just, like, fueled through, like, low payment and, like, drugging these girls up to, yeah. like, do these disgusting, like, things, like, yeah. cocky scenes and scenes and gangbangs and, you know, shit like that. It, it, like, amateur porn, like, when people hear the words amateur porn, they usually think of, like, two people, like, that are in a relationship, like, fucking, you know what I'm saying, just on a camera. Right. Yeah. But, like, most of the time, it's, like, the really, really, like, utterly disgusting shit yeah. that floats around on the internet. Like, that's what I'm talking about when yeah. I say amateur porn. There's a really good documentary about it on Netflix. Oh, what's it called? Uh, I can't remember. I think it might be called, like, Sex Anonymous or something. like. I, okay. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but Rashida Jones produced it. Oh, you're talking about uh, something Girls Wanted. Yes, that's yes, that's uh, what it's called, yeah. What's it called? I think I, I, it's something like that. Um, but it's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really good. I think but, oftentimes amateur porn is exactly what you're describing, but I still feel like just because like of some recent shit I've been exposed to that sometimes women fully consciously want to become a porn star and that's their way into it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. not, but I'm not, I'm not conf- I'm not like but, but like 9 9 girls out of 10 aren't going to like get to Brazzers. Or, yes, or right. Naughty America or whatever, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, a, it's a trap a lot, like the majority of the time. Those nine girls are going to get stuck in that like that loop because like they're living in a house with all these other girls. It's basically like a fucking porn farm, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And the dude who's running the house pays for everything, so and then in turn they owe him, and then they uh, you know incur interest on top of it, which is essentially what they told these girls in, in the show in human trafficking. But yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so 16 year old Nadia who's in the yes. Ukraine. We meet up with her and her friend outside school her and right her friend, after yep. school. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, we're going to go to this this open modeling casting call type thing. Yep. Um, Nadia gets chosen. Her friend doesn't. So basically what the deal is, is they got chosen. Um, and 
they're supposed to go to the U.S. to go do the to go model, right? Or whatever. Yeah. But she's like, I don't have a passport or whatever. Uh, and then this lady's just like, you should have told me that before, but it's gonna, you know, we'll we'll work it out. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna cost a lot, but we'll work it out, type thing. Uh, yes. So it cuts back, and it's that evil lady. Yeah, it's, it's that so black the slaver. woman that she's talking is is actually involved in the sex ring. She's she's a she's a gatherer as well, in her own right. Um, so Nadia goes home to her dad. She 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 doesn't tell him about the modeling thing, but she tells him that she wants to like go travel or whatever. And he's like, no no no, I don't want you to do that. Turns out she does it anyways while he's asleep that night, or you know later on. I don't know how much longer it was, but anyways, her storyline loops back in so she gets to America and um what's her name Helena they're the first girl from the check is in the van that uh Nadia gets into when she gets off the airplane so they're riding they're riding in this van this this big group of girls with these this guy these guys and that lady from the, the from the modeling casting call it's actually the guys yep. that that uh raped Helena in the in the last yeah. storyline um, so, so Helena like leans over and tells Nadia that basically they're slaves now and yes. uh, they, they get her, they get him back to this like restaurant or this whatever it is. Yeah. And Nadia doesn't believe her at first. She's like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Yeah. She doesn't believe her. She's like, we're in, we're in New York. We should be happy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, and that's like, no, 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 you're fine. But that's like the, that's the mentality. You know what I'm saying? That they, they yes. think they're, they're good. She's still on that, like, you know, that. Seventh Heaven, that Cloud Nine. She's still exactly, in, in that yeah. fantasy. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get back to where they're keeping them, and they quickly realize that they're they they're fucked. Yes, they're, they're utterly and humanly fucked, like, and literally fucked. Yeah, raped. Um, they're raped. Yeah. So they get them back, and they basically tell them that they they paid for their passports and all the immigration shit and the visas and the yada 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 and the plane tickets and all this shit and that they each one of them have racked up tens of thousands of dollars in debt which i was like that's bullshit like oh that, yeah obviously that would and not cost for one for like one person that would not cost tens of thousands of dollars yeah. like that's that's ridiculous and like, it's they're Mr. obviously telling them that cuz they're going to believe anything at this point exactly yeah they're scared they're traumatized and the yeah. person telling them this is the boss man of the show, who is, he he's the devil incarnate. It's Mister Karpor Karporvich. Uh, no, his name is Sergey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sergey yeah. Karporvich. So, but they, they they call him Sergey. Yeah, Sergey Karporvich. Who's well, played by Robert Carlyle, who is a uh, uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, Mister Gold. Once upon a time. Yeah. yeah, and then okay, so here here's my. We might have to do another breathing exercise after this, but I said Mr. Karporvich, more like Mr. Karporbitch. And then I also had an alt joke, which was Mr. Karporvich, more like Mr. Doucheman bitch. Man, those both those both need some punch up. <laughs> those need some punch up. What you got for me? I don't have any I don't ha- I don't have anything for that. I found it. I found it hard to even think humorously while watching this television yeah. show. I I don't understand how your brain works sometimes, Kayla. <laughs> Fuck. Like straight. Okay. I was uh, trying to find the silver lining. There's 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 none. zero there's zero silver lining in this show. That's my best joke, Mister Carpore Bitch. 
there kind of is some uh, some silver line at the end. But Thank we'll yes, there. we'll get. Th- Let's get there though. Yeah, because that's that was what determined. This is a little spoiler. That's what determined my rating of the show was how it ended. Honestly, yeah. but you go ahead. Well, at least this episode uh, yeah, of the show. Yeah, yeah so I mean pilot. that kind of wraps up Nadia's timeline. Like we've we've kind of matched. We've we've gotten them together. Uh, her with Helena in New York, where they're being held captive. They meet up, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, jump to the third storyline, which kind of is important, obviously, but almost took a backseat for this episode. I'm assuming it becomes a lot more important. Yeah. In, uh... It might also have to do with the fact that the actress is so young, and there's very, very stringent laws about child acting. Yeah, exactly. So this little girl uh, named Annie Gray, uh, she's 12. Oh she's my God. on this a, is the uh, saddest. Yeah, they're on vacation in the Philippines and they're at lunch with her she's at lunch with her parents and like I guess her parents like noticed like older men looking at her or whatever and they were just like she doesn't look 18 like she looks like she's 12 and yada yada yada. And then there's like this like boy who is just kind of in the background smiling at her waving at her kind of getting her attention or whatever and uh that kind of it kind of just drops there you know what i'm saying and then the next time you see them her and her mother at this like outdoor market shopping shopping yeah buying shit you know her mom turns around that 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 boy on that moped who was smiling at her and waving at her and shit shows back up gets her attention and then as soon as her mom's turned around she gets fucking nabbed off the streets man it's fucking yes intense did not yeah. like that at all didn't like any of it that dude and that kid he was a player yeah he, he knew it was, it. he knew what was happening he he knew exactly like he was what setting he was her doing. up to get abducted yeah 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 mm-hmm. i'm sure he got a cut of it you know what i'm saying exactly like, yeah um, that little fucker yeah i would shit. stick my shoe right up his ass in a, in a heartbeat i would honestly I would go to prison or maybe be like fucking electrocuted in an electric chair, be, you know, be killed for any of these people. Like, I would kill any of these fat assholes or that little motherfucker on the moped for doing the shit they're doing. This is evil, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even, I'm not even like, I think spirituality is object or subjective, but like, this shit is evil. You can't deny that. Well, they say it in the show. I think it's that Homeland Security agent who actually says it. I mean, it's people when they I can't remember exactly what he said, but he's like people will turn to the most profitable form of money when there's hardship. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, like, that was a good line. And like and they know that human trafficking has like surpassed like drug trade on the black market as like the number one import and export you know what i'm saying like people exactly. are the the number one import and export yeah which is just fucked up it shocked me and I, I i'm very curious but at the same time kind of don't want to know how accurate the numbers are but he said you pay up to a thousand dollars for a a human you know yeah. a human slave essentially he said yeah. for for a human is what he said but it's like yeah essentially yeah. you pay a thousand bucks for a fucking slave at the top dollar notch and then you know what the fuck are they charging you know per hour or whatever i don't even want to know but it's just yeah it's it's so profitable if you don't have a moral compass it's like oh why wouldn't you do that you know yeah yeah just kill yourself if you're doing that yes even consider it yes um so and uh, but her storyline is interesting because 
her parents are like, we're we're gonna find our little girl. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they go to the police, and the police contact Homeland Security and ICE and all that stuff. Her dad ends up going back to America, but her mom stays because she's met up with this like anti-human trafficking organization that's yes. like based out of Manila that works with or like closely with ICE. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That work with trying to. Uh, rescue kids and out pedophiles and things like that i like that dude the philippine guy the filipino who's at the head of their uh their government organization who's working closely with her yeah yeah yeah, i love that guy yeah um so and then there was one more i'd blow like case of it's (laughs) sorry well i don't wait what why you say sorry i said i'd blow him Oh, I chose to ignore that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're lucky you're podcasting with me. I'm sure anyone else would have just left by now. Just quit, yeah. Yeah, they're just feeling like I'm done with this. I'm just going to do this on my own. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, so and then there's one other case of uh, a child being sold... Li- literally sold like you see the money exchange hands like this this guy shows up to this this poor filipino family that obviously they have a lot of children but they're in hardcore destitute you know what i'm saying yeah and you literally watch this guy hand the father money yeah and the the daughter being sold is watching from the loft from the she is seeing it happen she sees it happen she sees the exchange of money and then he literally just drags her away and then that girl ends up in the same holding facility sex dungeon that annie gray is being held in yes you see the father's eyes like during the transaction you see he's sad but then he looks at his wife and he's and he has this look of like Oh, I'm just I'm just trying to support us. I'm just trying to make yeah, money. Yeah, like I did what I had to do. Type exactly. Shit. It's just like, bro, you didn't have to do that. That was so fucked. Um, that was so. So fucked. yeah, let's. We covered those storylines. Now I'm just gonna like wrap up the rest of it. I don't want to like talk too much in depthly about all of it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I kind of right. want to move on and talk about how we feel about it and everything. Agree. Because uh, we've almost been going 40 minutes now. Um, so the rest of the episode pretty much takes place in Brooklyn, in the uh, sex dungeon, prison, whatever you want to call it, uh, that, that the European girls are being held in, in, uh, I think it's in, is it New York? Queens. It's in, it's in Queens. Yes. It's in Queens. It's in Queens, New York. I actually, I think it's in New Jersey. They landed in New York off the airplane and they drove to New Jersey. No, it's in Queens only because at the end... So, spoiler alert, uh, you know, ahead of time. the end of the show, uh, that facility gets raided. Yeah. Oh. And all the, girl, the, all the girls get rescued. But I only know it's Queens because after it gets raided, it cuts to Rumpelstiltskin, Robert Carlyle's character, Sergey. Mm-hmm. Um, it cuts to his character in the car and he gets a phone call and he's just like, Queens has been busted. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So... Don't fuck with my knowledge, bitch. No, you're right. Any facts, you're definitely right about. Any abstract, emotional, uh, a- bizarro uh, yeah. absurdism, I'm probably useless, right about. Useless knowledge, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> useless knowledge. Uh, yes. Let's just let's just let's just wrap that up. <laughs> Have you ever played Boulder Dash, the board game? Uh. Uh-uh. That's a useless knowledge. 
fucking like that's how you win at life with you should start playing fucking uh trivia hq on your phone that's Hmm. useless knowledge and you can win money doing that hmm can i hook up with some sexy people uh no (laughs) i don't think so it's not really like that oh it's not like tinder no it's it's like you answer questions and for to hook up with people no oh so it's kind of like tinder yeah yeah i guess that is kind of like tinder yeah you're right yeah you're, you're kind of right um yeah so the rest of the show pretty much takes place in queens in this yep. holding facility uh, you kind of you just see how they're treated you know what i'm saying like we talked about that that like fucking stock bro party where the girls are ordered and they're raped well the really interesting thing that happens at that is is the 16 year old nadia uh is like being like signaled in by like the head bro or whatever. Yep. And she's just like, fuck this. Fuck this. She opens up this window and dips out this balcony. Spider girl, some, like, bro. Yeah, does some fucking parkour shit. Parkour, like free running yeah, shit. Like I knew she... fucking Europeans were into parkour, man, but like that was in dope. 2005, that's ahead of the time. That's when I started standing up rooting. I was like, go, 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 go. That was yeah, dope. No, I, think, I think everyone who watches this show is like standing up cheering at that point. And then all your dreams get dashed, and she gets captured again. And then you know, obviously, she gets treated worse. Yeah, she gets captured point. by yeah. by the the only woman it seems who is employed by this sex traffic. And then the other big part I want to hit on before we just wrap this all up and move on from the really really depressing shit is that while staying in this uh, little like sex dungeon prison, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Helena becomes like the lead girl and I'm assuming it's because she's the oldest now Sergey for whatever reason I'm not 100% why trusts her and she's like in charge of like going over their books and like double checking accounts and shit like that which is just weird that you would put that in the hands of like one of your like see I keep calling one one to call them prostitutes slaves yeah no, that that was confusing. That he well, he says that it's because his like right hand man can't count. Yes, he does. But say still, that. I mean, how can you not afford to hire a, like an, an actual accountant and pay him off? Exactly. Um, that was weird. But they get bust. the The whole operation gets busted. Uh, well, at least the New York one. That that little prison six that was ama- that's when i cheered up that's when i started i dude i literally started crying when they busted them and she's like we're here from the ice we're here to help you don't be afraid to the yeah. women that dude i see i got chills and i started my eyes got wet i was like yeah. oh thank you it's finally yeah. some justice but the women are still scared though yeah the women are still scared like they don't know of what's course. going on they just think that someone else is gonna tank them yeah it's traumatic as fuck and i'll say this doug um I was halfway through the show, and you called me, because I like to watch these shows the day of, so that it's fresh in my mind. I watched mine last night. Yeah, sure. But my point is, you called to make sure that we're still on for our set time, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm halfway through the show, and I gave a very negative kind of uh, response to you about how I was feeling about the show. But yeah. It's because I felt there was no justice. The The whole thing is focusing on the bad guys, it seemed like. But then in that end scene, I was like, thank God that they saved these women and that there was, like, a, a, a taste of justice. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so let's let's kind of wrap wrap this the, at least the plot line up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that's kind of where it ends. But where it really ends is that uh, Helena gets in the car with Kate Mira, Sorvi- Mira Sorvino's character, the 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 now ICE agent. Yes. Um, yeah. and she's just like my daughter and my mom. They're in trouble. Like th- these these men, they know where they're at. Like right. I need some way to contact them. So she gives him a phone. Yep. She calls her mom, and then you just hear on the her. You just see her mom, and she's just like, what? And now, and then it just smash cuts to black, and then credits. And right before then, you see her daughter, uh, Ivanka. You see her, like, looking out the window longingly, looking for yeah. her mom. She has no fucking clue where her mom is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's so sad. It's a sad um, show. So let's, let's talk about how we feel about it, what we thought in general. Okay. I mean, I know we've kind of been spicing that in a little yeah, bit, you know, truth. but... I do want to touch on the fact that you said it's all bad guys. I don't think that's true. Okay. I didn't I didn't take it from that. So this came out in 2005. Um now I think it kind of, so what I thought is is it it was lifetime's take on the wire. So it I see that. It it came out in 2005 right on the tail of the wire. The wire ended in 2004. Mm. Um and The Wire was, like, one of the hottest, like, police-type drama shows out at that time, which, which like, followed both sides of it, you know what I'm saying? That is really what you're getting with this. Who's the, who is the white character in the sex trafficking ring? Who is the, who's, I don't mean white as in race, I mean, who's the positive character on the side of the, tra- the sex traffickers? There isn't going to be one. Like, the only positive... Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it's focused on the bad guys. Well, yes, but that's what the that's what the fucking wire was. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, yeah, I can relate way more with... The white characters are Mira Sorvino and Donald Sutherland, obviously. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's what I'm saying. It focuses on both sides. Like, you have the police aspect of it, and then you have... But you can't have one without the other, like... If this if this show was literally just all sex trafficking, you'd be like really fucking depressed. Well, yeah, but like I I can associate more with Oscar from The Wire than I can with any of these fat piece of the hut motherfuckers. You mean Omar? Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I always do that. That's like my thing. I just fuck up names. Oscar. Oscar. I can relate with Omar more than I can with any of these fat rapist white motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I don't like think there's you're supposed to though. You think I am supposed to? No, I don't think you're supposed to fucking relate to anything. Well, that's what I'm saying is that the majority like okay, what percentage of this pilot was focused on the sex traffickers versus the ICE? I'm going to say 85%. To be fair, we've only seen one third of a very long movie. Yeah. That's not, but but this is a, a show about pilot episodes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah. There's. I mean, I don't feel like you need someone on the bad side to relate to. Yeah, like I agree. Have, but I'm just saying your, it was depressing. You have, you have your dark and you have your light. Like I don't see. I don't. I guess I don't get your point. I'm just saying that seeing so much dark made me very depressed. If they had spiced in more, like oh. We're hacking into their cell phones. We're going to try to find out who these guys are. Then that would have lifted me up a little bit. But there was so much focus on these women being raped and on the men who are perpetrating this. 
that it just it just made me bummed out. I'm not saying that's not real. I'm not saying that's not accurate or right. I'm just saying that it to me it was just such a fucking downer. And I'm not saying that's bad. Life's a downer. No, I'm sorry, but maybe the other what I'm trying to get out, I guess, is that maybe the other two episodes are set up to lift you, and we we haven't gotten there. Yeah, I hope so. But I'll quote you: "This is a show about pilot episodes." Yeah, uh, I guess I see your point. I don't really get it, but I I, I, it. I I see your point. Like I I, I yeah, I it. see it. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I guess I just don't need. I'll sleep on the couch tonight. No, I guess I personally I don't need to relate to anything on the evil side. Like, yes, there is a lot of that, but it's needed because that is what the show is called. Yeah, I agree. It is needed, but I just wanted more justice. It was just all like evil, 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 injustice, injustice, evil. And then finally at the end there was a redemptive moment and I literally I literally started crying, Doug. I started crying because I was like, oh finally they're fucking they're catching up with these motherfuckers and saving these women. But it was hard for me to watch a whole hour and four minutes that was mostly just downer, depressing shit with women being raped. Hands up. Once again, this is a lifetime original drama. I know. I know. It's I know. it's made to do that. I know. Like, but it's it, not made, that's still how I feel. These, these like lifetime movies aren't made to lift people up. Like all lifetime movies are like about some girl who fell in love with her therapist and then her therapist rapes and murders her. Yeah. What's eating Gilbert Grape? I've, I've honestly never seen What's what? Eating Gilbert Grape. Okay. I've never seen it. That's right. that reference was lost on me. Okay. I know that it's Leo DiCaprio's breakout, Johnny Depp. No, I know who's in it, and I kind of know what it's about, but I've never seen it. Okay. It's just, like, have you seen Kids? Yeah, I've seen Kids, yeah. The, I would relate this to that, because it's just a fucking downer. It's great. It's amazing cinematography. It's a great piece of art, but it's just, I'm just saying it's a downer. I'm not saying that as in, like, it's a bad show. I'm just saying it's a fucking downer, bro. Oh, yeah, I mean... The whole time I was watching this, I was just like, the only people I would ever recommend this to are, like, people who want to lose faith in all humanity. Like, I agree. They're, I agree. They're, in, they're in search to lose faith They're trying in to find a reason. Yeah, they're trying to find a reason to hate the world, and if that is your shtick... Here you go. This is, this is for you. This is all you. This is for you, because you'll come out of this... With a disdain for every human being in the world. Mostly men, but yes. Yeah, mostly men, but yeah, I mean, yes, pretty much everyone. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Or maybe all primates. Pretty much. And it'll just make you generally scared to walk around in public. That's true, too. If you've ever been looking for a reason to be an agoraphobe. This is a good reason. Just stay in your house. Yes, never. I'm going to say that this is so bad. It's not only a commentary, a negative commentary on humanity, it's a negative commentary on primates in general. So, if you can't trust humans because of sex trafficking, you can't trust orangutans, you can't trust chimpanzees, you can't trust lemurs. Are lemurs primates? I don't know, maybe. Did I good, do a good job lighting lightening things up a little bit? Always. That's what you're here for. That's 
why I keep you around, Caleb. I, know. I can't do this on my own. If I did this on my own, it would literally just be me rambling into a microphone describing plot lines. So th- that is why you keep me around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. a wild it's just, card, baby. It's just when we do serious fucking depressing shit like this, we need to keep it a little not so light. <laughs> well, that's that's good uh, constructive criticism. <laughs> Live on the air. <laughs> That was as real as you've ever been with me, <laughs> but in a nice way. I love you. I love you, Doug. If I was there, I would give you a hug. I would like that. Thank you. Yeah, and probably tickle your tickle your taint a little bit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say reach around, but I, I prefer. Yeah, I mean a that's what I'm tickle. saying. I would reach around and tickle your taint from the back. Aww, that's so sweet. I'm not going to go full insertion. I'm just going to tickle your taint. Thank you for not doing it. Because I'm not... Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to tickle the prostate from the outside, not the inside. <laughs> Why did you follow me down this hole that I dug in the ground? I don't know. I just wanted to talk about your taint a little bit. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. You're welcome. It's flattering. I, I like your taint. I don't know what to say. It's a very... Just nice. It calls you. It's like a siren. Yeah, it does. Yeah, exactly. It draws yeah, you yeah, in. For sure, yeah. I mean, if I was if I was on a boat for 40 days in the middle of the ocean, mm-hmm. and I had a mirage, if I saw a mirage of your taint... Like Looney Tunes? Like Bugs Bunny? I would follow it till the ends of the earth. I would be like, the earth is flat, but there's Caleb's taint. Oh, that is so fucking nice to hear. <laughs> Just like how you'd follow Ivanka's taint wherever oh, she went, right? Shut up. No. Oh! That, see, I ruined that a is, moment. I ruined the moment. Is, you did ruin it. That is the things we don't need to touch on. This show is already <laughs> so disgusting enough. You know what you're enough. getting into. This show is disgusting enough. We don't <sighs> need to talk about that. You fucking freak. That was a nice moment and I ruined it. Yeah, you fucked that one all up. Oh no. Um. Yeah. Oh, so no. I mean, I I liked I liked this show. I will watch the rest of it. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it today or tomorrow. It's only two more episodes, right? Yeah, it's only two more episodes. But I think I can only digest so much at one time. Amen. Yeah, it's heavy, bro. This stuff, like, people are like. I went and saw Hereditary last night, and that was really fucking good, and people on the internet would be like, God, this is giving me nightmares, and I'm like, dude, that movie was nothing compared to human trafficking. Human trafficking, the idea of human trafficking gives me nightmares. Bro, yeah. It's, like, it's the same difference as slavery, though, and that's why, like, there were so many slaveholders who would just like have sex with their slaves and then have kids. Like that's the same fucking shit. That's the same shit. It's like, oh, we're so past the the age of slavery and the Civil War in America. No, this is the same shit. I'm just glad that I've been ugly enough my whole life not to get abducted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was my line. My script says I was supposed to say that. I think I highlighted the wrong line. I fucking jacked your shit. (laughs) Hey, do you mind if I take a drink of uh, vase water right now? Uh, yeah, go for it. I hear it's, uh, very resiny. It's weird. You have to inhale it instead of swallow it. 
Gross. Doug never does this. I only do Don't it. do drugs, kids. Whoa, drugs? What? I, did, I didn't say drugs. I said hugs. I said don't do hugs, don't kids. Don't do hugs. Don't do hugs, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugs are bad. Where do we leave off on that serious shit, though? Um... Should we even go back there? No, man. Let's just fucking leave it in the past, man. Let's, let's leave let's, it. Let's move on to some seggies. Okay. 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 Seggy life. Yeah. 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 Seggy yeah, life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Chada. Sada. Sada. Yeah. 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 Now we're happy again. <laughs> yes. Let's. Now we're all happy. Yeah. Fuck. It's because I made that awesome joke about me being ugly. Yeah, that was a good one. That was not very good. It was very distasteful. <laughs> okay. I guess the most obvious... We gotta ease into it. Who would you recommend it to? Okay. I think I'm gonna start with who I wouldn't recommend it to. For real. Because like it. it's, it's a very good show. Like, I would recommend this to a lot of people because it is well done. I mean, like I said, it is a it is a lifetime drama. It's not very consistent. And it's, and it's, like, overly fucking dark to the point where it just, like, is supposed to make you sad like all lifetime drama yeah. movies do. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So, yeah. I'm going to start with who I wouldn't recommend it to, which is, like, if you're somebody who is triggered by rape... Just the idea or the concept of it, and I yep. am one of those people. I don't, I don't like it. I've I've been in a relationship with someone who has gone through that, and it hits me in a very, you know, it, it hits me in a very specific place and makes me sure. very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, if you're someone who is triggered by the idea of human trafficking, uh, if you are someone who literally has zero faith in the world already. Don't watch this. It's just yeah. going to reinforce the, all the shitty shit that you know is true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's such an intense and real show. Yeah. Otherwise, people I would suggest it to, uh, people who like Lifetime movies, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it is what it is, but I would also recommend it to anyone who likes good TV. Like, gripping... I. Oh, a fast pace. You, you. When I talked to you this morning, you said it was a little slow. Honestly, I thought it was like fucking on nitrous from the beginning, pretty much. Yeah, I felt like the first like third of it was slow, just because they kept hopping storylines. And I guess that's fair. But even with those with those storylines, I was like, this this show is like zero to sixty. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyone who just likes a good TV. But if any of that stuff like really fucking bothers you. Just don't watch this. Just just do yourself a favor and skip out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't need that extra added stress yep. on your life Truth. from a TV show. TV is supposed to make you happy, guys. Don't watch something that's going to make you sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's well put. That's the thing. Like, I would recommend it to somebody who is emotionally stable enough and curious enough. That's what I'm saying. I guess that's really what I'm getting at. You know what I'm saying? Like, you said it better than I did. Well, I don't know. Emotionally stable, yeah, is a very good way to put that. Because this upset me. I'm going to be real. We're recording this in the AM, or we started anyway in the AM. Yeah. And um, it's this is going to set the tone for my day, if not 
like what I dream about tonight and wake up to tomorrow. This was a very upsetting show. You get connected to these women and then you see how very innocently, not on their own account, not because of anything they fucked up, they get put into a life of rape. Okay? A single a single instance of violation or rape is traumatizing is going to change you as a person what you believe how you relate with other human beings of either gender but to be put into a servitude of rape dude, it was so heavy man like it was great it was well shot like i said the writing maybe and the dialogue could have been better but it was what i think the actors did the best with what they could and but like the heart of the story is like like I said, it, the heart of the story is zero blindfolds. I don't think I'm spoiling anything there. I'm just saying that... I know I'm on a ramble right now, but this shit was so... This shit made me cry, man. This shit was heavy as fuck, dude. You didn't blame me, man. I mean, I, I personally did not cry, but I feel why you did. You know what I'm saying? And with the whole you going to sleep with this, I'm so glad that I watched this last night and then immediately watched Hereditary afterwards. It just like it just like washed my brain. I gotta watch some stand up or something. Super depressing shit. I, was, I mean, Hereditary isn't the most uplifting movie in the world, but <laughs> but it, <laughs> it, it it like washed my brain of like all the like super fucking sadness. I was just like, fuck. No doubt. Yeah. No, it was heavy, man. It was heavy. Yeah, man. It's just it's it's too real. It's it, it's too real. It. it it hurts, honestly. Just the whole idea of it hurts. Yeah. Yep. Just hurts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hurts my soul. Hurts my heart. Uh, uh, I'm going to move on to my blindfold if you're done with yeah. who you'd suggest it to. Go for it. Yep. Zero blindfolds. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zero all around for the whole thing, not just like the core storyline. Like, I thought every. Honestly, I thought every minute of it was gripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so zero blindfolds. Okay, yeah. So, I've kind of already set this up. I've kind of teased it out a little bit, saying that if this were an independent film or an independent series or maybe a little bit more more art artsy, I would absolutely give it zero blindfolds. The topic, I would give zero blindfolds easy. But... I did feel the pacing and the writing, specifically the the dialogue, was a little bit subpar, and it upsets me to watch it. And I I feel like maybe I should not have even given this precedent that zero blindfolds means you want to watch it over and over again on a loop. Yeah, I definitely because, don't. Yeah, I would hate to watch this over and over on a loop. I just want to know how it ends. I just feel like I really fucked up our system of ratings by even introducing the idea of how many blindfolds would you wear. How many blindfolds would I actually wear if I were in the same room as this shit happening? All Infinity. Of them. Yeah, infinite. All infinite of them. Blindfolds. Yes. Yeah. But this show itself, just because I feel like the production could have been better. I know it's Lifetime. That is what it is. But I got to give it one. I got to give it one. I mean, like no, I say. No, I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. It's just because sometimes I was just kind of rolling my eyes like, oh, oh, really? I I knew the dialogue before it happened. I knew exactly the lines they were about to say. It was just on the nose. But, like, the subject matter itself was just so fucking intense and heavy and good. But I got to give it one. 
I gotta give it one. No, and I think that's fair. Okay, I think that's I think that's fair. Fair deal. Uh, I said I wasn't gonna touch fuck Mary kill, and I stand by that. Yeah. Besides the fact that I would kill every man in this show, including that woman who is a, who is a gatherer herself, that woman yes. who works for the modeling the modeling agency, in air quotes for air those quotes. listening. Yes. Uh, her included. All of them dead. Just I would just round them just all up. Just push a button. I just round them all up and genocide every single one yep. of them, one by one. Like not even like get it done at one time. Like enjoy that. Make them suffer. And maybe not that, but just like one by one by one by one. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Should I give mine? I have a merry fuck and a kill. You're fucking, you're a wild man, Caleb, bro. I'm a wild man, but I'm breaking rules, though, with, like, it, this isn't a typical MFK. Alright, well, let's hear it. <clears throat> so, I would, I have two options for Mary. I would either marry the, the Ukrainian dad, who is called Papushka, you know, because he's a great guy. He's looking out for his daughter. That probably just means Papa. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, we never got his name. That's the only... Oh, yeah. 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 But he is... He's a good guy. He's a oh, single parent. Time out, sorry. Can we talk about the dad for a second? Yeah, go Dude, for it. Did they... When they sat down for dinner, were they literally just eating a plate of sauce? It looked to me like a plate of tartare, of raw beef. Because, <laughs> like, he was, like, stirring it, everything yeah. in that pot, and then he put the pot down on the table, and then he, like, ladled the sauce or whatever onto the plate, but it looked <laughs> like they were just plates of sauce, and I was just like, that is the most depressing meal That was ever. horrible. That yeah. was horrible. But, sorry, go on. So you would marry uh, Nadia's father. Either him or the, um, the Filipino, like, uh, government agent. Oh, okay, yeah, that police officer. Yeah, because they're both, like, really well-intended guys. Like, very... You can tell that they got a heart in the right place. And I wouldn't mind building a family with them. I would fuck. And I've kind of already set this... You're laughing really hard. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. I would fuck. And I've done this before. As in, like, fucking in, in a... Not... Not for my pleasure, but I would wear a dildo. I would wear a strap on because I, there's no way I could get hard for this. But I wear a strap on and I would fuck the shit until they bled out of their assholes and mouths. You're talking about the guys, like what, I'm talking who, about. Yes, Andre. You, you can't. You can't just. You mean. You mean Sergey? Was it, it Sergey? No, no, no. I'm getting to Sergey. Andre was was the handsome guy who turned in. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Helena. Helena, yeah, Helena. Um, Tommy, who's the fat Australian guy, who's oh, like, the oh, guy you're who's running the operation in Manila. Yeah. Yeah, yes, okay. he's like, you're a virgin. That's too bad uh, because otherwise I'd fuck you essentially. And she was like twelve years old. So I put a strap on on and <laughs> fuck him up the ass until he bled out out all of his orifices. And uh, also that that third fat guy who fucked uh, was it the the girl who who uh, oh the Helena I think who went to the like the mansion place and he was like we got to break you in or whatever oh yeah yeah I would uh, all of them I would gangbang them with a wooden fifteen inch dildo 
until they bled out all their orifices and died, which leads me to my kill. Mm-hmm. I would kill all those henchmen and, of course, Sergei. Yeah. Sergei, I mean, that's the obvious Well, Sergei is like the fucking uh, ringleader. So yes. uh, we, one thing we didn't touch on in the plot is that all these little operations are all connected. And you you get a taste of the fact that the Saudis are involved, uh, which is 100% real as well. Like, Saudi Arabian men are one of the largest purchasers of child sex slaves like wow fuck, i didn't know that yeah that's super real man like they import them this it's like super real it's very like they're one of the number one importers of of child sex slaves wow they, they basically what i've read is they basically use them for a couple of months until they're just fucking ran into the ground and then kill them and then just get a new fucking crop it's horrible that, it's horrible. I can't even say anything to that. It's... I I know too much about this stuff just because I've read and listened to podcasts about this shit, and it's disgusting. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... <laughs> Well, because at the end, at the end with the at the end of the Manila storyline in that first episode, you see them like getting the container ready to send off to Saudi Arabia. Like they get a call and they're like, "The Saudis are ready," and you he- oh, you right. don't hear them on the phone. But Tommy, you hear him, and they're t- he's talking to the Saudis, and they, they're obviously asking him what the youngest boy is they have. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's like, we only, you know, our youngest is 11 or whatever, and they have, like, these two new people that they, these new two kids that they just abducted. And he looks at this little boy, and he's just like, I think I might have something younger. Like, yeah. they just talk about these these children, these people, these human beings, like they're literal stocks to be traded yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Fucking disgusting. They're capital. <sighs> They're they are literally not human beings to them. Like a yes. human being shouldn't have a dollar value placed on their life. Uh, yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it's just so fucking sad. It was a very it was a very emotional experience to watch this show. Yeah, it really was, man. It's just like it. <sighs> like part of me wishes this show didn't exist. Because it's so real and so heavy, yeah. but at the same mm-hmm. time, I'm like, this is a really important thing. Important, yes, yes, yes. To be, like, put out there, because, like, I mean, I remember that I didn't know what sex slavery wasn't for a really long time, you know what I'm same. saying? Yep, like, same, yep. And then I learn about it as an adult, and I'm just like, what the fuck has been going on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's so, it, it's so established, and it, it is such a pity that it's become like a household term, like yeah. oh, sex, sex slavery. Yeah, it does something that that happens. Like that is so upsetting. How so are we so first, yeah. used to this? The first time I ever heard it referred to, or was as white white slavery. What the fuck? And I had the only reason I heard it was because I had this fucking AP US history teacher who. In the last couple of years, guy or he left. He was going to get fired because I guess he like said the wrong thing to the wrong student. He whoa whoa, like, whoa what no, no, what no. type of wrong thing? Uh, he used to just joke, but he was like dark. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Well, it sexual. wasn't sexual. Okay, no, it wasn't sexual. Although sometimes he got a little weird. Like there was okay, so 
I'm going to tell the story about me first. Okay. He was just, like, dark, and, like, it, obviously it was a different time. This was, like, 2008, 2009. Yeah. Um, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. But, uh, so it's, it's a little bit different of a time, you know, it's it was 10 years it, yeah. ago. It was different, yeah. It may sound silly, like, in, in 30 years, looking back on it, but it was different. And we were in high school, and, like, fucking humor in high school is a lot darker then because you have real no sense of, like, societal yeah. compass, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you don't really know where the line is at. Yeah. Uh, at least me and my friends didn't. Um, it's It seemed like everything was on the table, you know what I mean? When we were younger, the older the older we get, anyone, the less and less that you find socially acceptable to joke about. That is, yes, I agree. Like I, I'm, I am totally someone who believes that all things can be made funny, but like sometimes it's things get a little touchy. It's gray. It's a gray yes. area. Some, some, yeah. some things are very gray. Yes. Uh, Let me. But before, I think, I think certain things have to be done tactfully. But yeah, what, I agree. Yeah. Can um, I? Can I ask what, you a really quick question? Go. Did you have any friends who killed themselves or who died in high school? No, I didn't. Really? Okay. I had at least one or two a year. So um, throughout my high school career, probably like six or seven of my close friends died. Yeah, I didn't have anything. I didn't. I didn't have that experience. Okay. I'm sorry. So. I made it no, dark. No, We're no, off the no, dark no, shit. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I think. I think this joke is gonna is a, a, these two little quips are gonna be. Uh, a little dark. Okay, uh, so yeah, this is my good, AP US good. history teacher. This is the first time I ever heard white slavery as a term. <laughs> so slavery. we just used to joke around with him. It was very much like a college atmosphere where we kind of had an open dialogue with this teacher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which was cool because he, you know, he was kind of preparing us for that life in college. Yeah. Like yeah. we were. It's juniors. more of a call. Yeah. Yeah, we were juniors at the time. Um, Okay. So we were going on. He was ahead of this uh, uh, European trip. It was our. He was our AP US history teacher, and oh. he was organizing this like little Europe jaunt. Sure, yeah. For a couple, weeks. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and we were joking around, and I I can't remember how we got to this point, but at one point he looked at me and said, "Shut up, Doug!" Or while we're over there, I'm going to sell your ass into white slavery, and I was just like. All right. Oh, don't know what that means. And that, I don't know what that means. And then I told my parents about it, and they were just like, uh, ha, 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 ha. Uh, Who the you know, fuck is this guy? No, my mom knew him because my mom worked at the high school. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she she, she got it. But there was another time wow. when he told me. What's there my, to get? What, uh, she just understood his sense of humor. All right. I've, okay, I've a weird sense of humor too. I can't judge. You have one hundred. You have the weirdest. Sense the weirdest. Of humor. Like, don't even like act like someone else is weirder than you. <laughs> yep. Um. Thank you. And then he told one time in the middle of class or something. He told my friend James <laughs> that he like hoped that a horse like raped his dead body or something like that. And I was just like, all, everyone. It. This was like in the middle of class, and like everyone was just like what the fuck (laughs) like my friend James could corroborate that story probably and like probably tell it a little bit better but I remember him saying that in the middle of class and I was just like everyone and myself was just like what the fuck like we actually have James on the line right now so yeah I don't think James James so Doug just claimed that you could corroborate a story tell us about that put on a speaker right now here we go Uh, the call dropped fuck 
Uh, probably, it's probably because James and I aren't really on speaking terms right now. So he hung yeah. up. That's probably it wasn't why he bad hung service. Up, yeah. No, he uh, he him and I aren't speaking so much right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I shouldn't yeah. have gone for that one. Yeah, that one was a little. Uh, I I tried to stop you, but you were already full on into it. So I was just like, I'm just gonna let him go. You were giving me very specific facial expressions. Yeah, know? I was like, I'm just gonna let him go, and then I'm gonna break his heart at the end of this. Yeah, uh, um, adds up. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, that was the first time I ever heard white slavery, and then I found out white slavery meant sex slavery, and then I was like, man, when I heard that, I was like, who'd want to fuck me? Okay, how the fuck are you going to call it white slavery when the inferred opposite or the, the thing that is derived from is black slavery in which you're picking cotton? Okay, would you rather pick cotton or be raped on the daily like 10 fucking times? How are you going to equate the two and say, oh, this is white slavery, this is black slavery? Give me black slavery all day. You're fucking minimalizing slavery by a lot. It was not just picking cotton. I know, but I'm saying the pretense of it. You're still gonna, like, get fucking physically beat and abused and mentally broken down. Truth. Truth. But there's not the pretense of the fact that you're employed, the, the fact that you're fucking alive and your family is alive, is that you're, you are being actively raped. I'm not minimalizing black slavery. Like, <laughs> come We're going on. off the rails. Of course we are. That's where we're supposed to go. I'm not trying to keep talking about this show. We are two cisgendered white males. Let's not talk about this. About either? Yeah. Okay, we shouldn't talk about women. We shouldn't talk about African Americans. No, we shouldn't talk about that either. Okay, so what are we going to talk about? Uh, nothing. Okay, are we're, we done? We're moving away from the topic of slavery. I'm done, Kay. No, we're not done. Oh. <laughs> Oops. I'm just, I'm just moving us away from that fucking train well, then what are we going to talk about? Uh, we still have uh, recent rewatches. Recent rewatches, yeah. I came up with a new segment. And we can another cut, new segment. We can cut this out. Wink, wink. <laughs> what is your new segment? It's so stupid. You can't bring these up on air. You need I to didn't do it tell off you. air so I, I can shoot these down. I intentionally didn't tell you about this because it's such a bad idea. Obviously, let's hear it. <laughs> Recent pre-watches. I don't even know what that means. Nobody does. I don't even know what that means. It's things that you want to watch that you haven't watched yet. Thumbs down from Nero Doug. Two thumbs down. Oh, fuck. Does two negatives equal a positive? Does that mean it's a thumbs up? No, that that would probably... Yeah, we're going to leave it at that. That was bad idea, Caleb. Bad. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. We're not doing it. Bad boy. Okay. Uh, I actually don't... Ha- what segment don't- have you ever made up? Uh, I made up this whole fucking podcast. <laughs> you did so make up the... eat my dick. The podcast. <laughs> like... Fuck off. Yeah, you're right. This whole thing is my idea. You're totally right. And to keep me on track, you call me beforehand. You know how unreliable I am. I, this podcast would just not be going if I didn't put in the effort behind it. That's real. Everyone doesn't know, but behind the scenes, I'm the fucking wheels of this operation. But, Doug, okay, you're right about that conceptually, <laughs> but who edits, produces... And airs our podcasts and pays for a hosting service. All What's right. that person's All name? Right. 
Alright, fine. You do What's do that, that person's name? You do do that. But Say his name. Let's not even bring up the money aspect. You pay Say one his lump name. sum for fucking, like, all the podcasts you could ever put up. I have, two, I have like, eight podcasts. I have too many podcasts. That, that's what I'm saying. Uh, his name is uh, Raylob Crow. Diggs. <laughs> Nailed it. Fucking Raylob. I hate him. Yeah. Fuck him. Raylob is honestly one of the biggest downers. He's always like, oh, Doug, send me your audio. I need it. I need to edit. And I'm like, oh, fuck I, off, I you I can't nerd. produce a podcast without your audio. Why are you texting me saying, why isn't it up yet when you haven't sent me your fucking audio file? Oh, my name is Raylob. Fuck off, nerd. I know, Raylob. Fuck you. Get out of here, Raylob. Right? We both yeah. hate him. I fucking hate Raylob. We He's both do. Um, but I don't actually have any recent rewatches, but I do have a new first time watch. We can do that. So what should we call that segment? Uh, a recent watch. Recent, (laughs) recent, recent cherry pop. Oh boy. During the episode about human trafficking. Oh shit. That was fucked up. I didn't even think about that. Well, that didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> That's why you love me, baby. Oh, I'm just... I need to go take a fucking cold shower now. Let's do one more deep breath. The last one. One. One, two. Two, three. Three. Thank you, Buddha, okay. for everything you've given us. Thank you, Zeus. No, but I recently your watched... You've, you're ridiculous. I recently watched Psych for the first time. Oh really? For the first time? That's yeah. a great show. Yeah, Psych's great. great. I thought yeah. it was, I think it's really fun. It's a really it's just fun. You know what I'm saying? It's not serious or anything. Yes. Like you can totally yes. zone out while you're watching it. Yes. It's just a funny concept. Like it's syndicated. It's it's a sitcom at yeah. the heart. Yeah, like he's like faking being a psychic. Like yeah. he's just like hyper observant. Yes. I've fallen asleep to that show many times. Yeah, it's good. You know, and, and enjoyed it, and then woken up and just started the next episode, even though I didn't finish the last one. It's very yeah. good. It's very freestanding and syndicatable. It's very, you know, I, I love that show. It's a good yeah, show. Yeah, it's great, yeah. Uh, and then I watched, like I mentioned earlier, I watched Hereditary last night. Nice. I think that's about it, really, in terms of, like, what I've been watching recently. I've been trying to just keep it light. I, I've been watching a lot of movies, you know what I'm saying? Like, I watched fucking... I've been watching, like... Angry really, Birds. No, like... I've been, <laughs> well, not so much in that vein, but, like, very... Just light comedy, you know what I'm saying? I watched 21 and 22 Jump Street. Ooh, okay. Which, honestly, are two of my favorite movies. Every time I watch them, I laugh. I just think that Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum are, like, the perfect team. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just great. I watched it's Baywatch. It's like The Rock and Chris Hart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I watched Baywatch with The Rock. I, that got some shit reviews, but I thought it was pretty funny. I haven't seen that one yet. Not the new one. Of course I watched the original and, and jerked off, but I haven't I seen mean, the new one. I uh, mean, they bring back uh, What's-His-Dick and What's-Her-Shit. Uh, yep. Nailed it. German guy who's in Baywatch. Yep. What's his name? He was Victor Van Krusted. No, he was he was Night Rider. Jacob Gonfaski. 
Shut up. He was the singer. He I have down no the fucking wall. clue. Yes, you do. When I say it, you're going to be like, oh. Aldous von Husted. David Hasselhoff. Oh. <laughs> you were right. Yeah. And they also bring back Pamela Anderson. Who? Pamela Anderson. Oh, boy. He plays okay. CJ, the original CJ. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. That's how come she is Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched, like, Neighbors. And oh, Neighbors. that's a great... Dude, that's a great show! Those, both of those are funny as fuck, honestly. Oh, like, yes. Neighbors and Neighbors too. Like, I've been piecing together, like, a Seth Rogen DVD collection. I think I finally may have finished it. I think I just need Sausage Party. Yeah. Sausage Party something else. That movie was weird as fuck. Yeah. It was weird as fuck. Absolutely weird. Yeah. I'm not even gonna tell you on air what I was on when I watched that show I but it, it made I couldn't it very imagine. I couldn't imagine I can't we can imagine. all imagine I, I can I only can't. imagine uh, but yeah that's pretty much what I've been doing lately I, I've just been watching movies just to like get out of watching TV all the time you know what I'm saying especially Word. with this podcast yeah fuck this podcast I, I dig what do you have you been, have you watched anything or rewatched anything recently? I haven't rewatched anything. I have re-listened to some podcasts, but oh, I've been far- re-listening to old episodes of last podcast and Doughboys and shit like yes, that. Yes, yes, because I'm like caught up and out of stuff to listen to. Yeah, but like it's shockingly good to re-listen to. You 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 pick up on stuff that you didn't pick up on at first. Oh yeah, but as yeah. far as like new shows go, um, I am. I just finished the second season of 3% on Netflix. Um, And I can't plug it enough. I'm not even going to try to plug it because I believe in when you, when you like talk something up too much. Do what? If you do, it'll be three episodes in a row. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So just talk it up and then, you know, third time's a charm. Maybe people actually watch it. Well, Okay. It is the way that it ends. It's like it reminded me of Lost. When you remember in Lost, you I know you do, Doug. But in Lost, when you when you first see where the origins of this quote unquote religion came from, you see the two brothers on the island, and they're both there's the light side and the dark side. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. it. It really boils down to that. It's like, okay, you're living in the universe of this religion, of this worldview, and then at the end of it, you see, oh, fuck, the way it started was way different than the the mythology that is now developed from it. And to me, that's deep as fuck, because you know I, I love talking about religion and spirituality, and it's like, that's just like, that is what it is. Something happened, some insignificant thing happened, and then somebody wrote it down, and it got propagated, and it got exponentially like made more, more and more uh, mythological, and that's kind of where the direction that it ends up going in, in, in the second season. Oh, yeah, okay, that that sounds cool. It's dope, uh, dude. Did you ever watch second season of uh, Riverdale? I'm on the second season, actually. Where are you? Because uh, it it it's so fucking ridiculous. I'm on episode four. Okay, it, it gets so much weirder. Really? Even weirder? It gets, it gets so much weirder. Ugh, 
Archie. The bla- I'm assuming the Black Hood is still killing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you're at, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets... <laughs> it takes some hard left turns. Okay. All right. I like that. So, some very hard left turns. I like that a lot. I don't know if you will. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't know if I you like will. that even more. <laughs> I don't know if you will. Unless there's human traffic. Okay. No, <clears throat> no, no human trafficking. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Yes, okay, you did. I did. You're yes, right. you did. Don't Fuck. lie. You always call me out on my lies. I lie too much. I lie too much. <laughs> I think we are... I think we're good. I think we're, we're good on this episode. Oh, we got a long episode, it turned out. We I didn't did think it was an hour and a half. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think that we've uh, effectively covered the uh, pure sadness. Mm-hmm. Of this episode, yeah, of, of this television show, we reviewed it. That's what we set out to do. So, yeah, I think we did that fairly well. <laughs> I think yeah. We nailed it. Did we? Okay, uh, I'm done. Okay, yeah. and I'm Caleb Bro, and this is another this episode been... of Blind Pilots. Oh man, we should have done it at the same time. I tried. We should have done it at but, the okay, same three, time. Three, two, one, and this has been another. Oh. <laughs> I thought you wanted to do the whole thing again. Okay. <clears throat> Three, two, one. I'm Doug K. And I'm Caleb Bro. And, and this, this has been, been another, another episode, episode of Blind, Blind Pilots. Pilots. I'll Jesus edit that. Christ. It'll sound better in post. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fuck off, everybody. Fuck you. You can find Blind Pilots on Instagram at Blind Pilots Podcast. Also, our artwork is by Cameron Del Rosario.